Hey, hey, hey Farron, you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Y'all doing all right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. We're going to jump right into it. Uh, episode 18 of Levi's Youth Sports Talk. And today I have my first husband-wife combo. Um, we're going to start with Val. Went to McCullum High, graduated. Texas A&M University, San Antonio, been coaching select for 17 years, coached high school for seven years, the sports, softball, basketball, and volleyball. And then we go with we go with David, South Sand High School, McMurray University, coach select softball for six years. So I want to welcome y'all to the to the show. Thanks, brother. Nice. That's great being here, brother. Yes, thank you. Um, so, um, if if y'all wanna, I mean, either one of y'all can start off first, and then we'll just switch um, to talk about your upbringing and the sports you played as a as a kid. Uh, we can uh, go ahead and do ladies first. Okay. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, uh, thank. First, I want to thank you for having us and inviting us onto the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My upbringing. Well, um, I grew up on the south side of San Antonio, um, went to, you've mentioned McCollum High School. I grew up my whole life playing sports, involved with athletics, um, was involved, played volleyball, basketball, softball. My thing was that growing up was actually basketball. I really loved basketball and um, got introduced to softball. And, you know, that just became a passion of mine. Um, played softball. I was, I started when I was about 11 years, no, younger than that, maybe nine, 10, 10 years old was when I first started. I was never, I wasn't even a pitcher when I started playing softball. I was an outfielder, then became a first baseman. Um, right before I, um, uh, in middle school, I believe it was, was when I decided that I wanted to um, pitch and, you know, got with my dad and kind of ran it by him and the first thing he told me was well if this is something you're going to do then you got to make it a priority and do it every day so mm-hmm. um, he goes if you, you know you're not going to be somebody that's going to say they want to try it and then later say oh I don't want to do it anymore so I committed to it did it went on had a lot of success um, as a pitcher um, lettered varsity in salt and basketball my sophomore year lettered uh, softball my fre- freshman year. So I lettered, I was a four-year letter in softball, three-year letter in basketball. And okay. um, was the starting pitcher for the varsity team uh, my sophomore year. And then, you know, had a lot of success doing that. Went to the regional quarterfinals our junior year. Uh, had the luxury of having my sister Jessica be my catcher. Uh, a lot of good things growing up, a lot of fun things. It took a lot of hard work and dedication to get where I was. Had an opportunity to play at Incarnate Word um, University here in San Antonio. Um, went to school there my uh, fall of 2005, right after graduation, to pursue my softball journey. Didn't make it to the spring season, made some mistakes, but I did finish college. So that's positive. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> but, a positive. You know, we all go through our trials and tribulations through life, but. Um, oh, yeah. But, oh yeah, I think I don't think many of us have uh, just a perfect, you know, slate 
from being a kid to adult. You go, you gonna turn right a few times. You gonna, but you gonna go left too. So I mean, that's part of life, I think. Yeah. Yes. Went left. Biggest regret of my life. But I felt like if I felt like it makes me, it it made it made me more motivated and made me a better coach for the fact that I don't want another kid to have to experience mm-hmm. that loss that I that I took. But um. I guess that's about it for now. I mean, I was an overall athlete and try to instill the things that my father did. Uh, my whole family's all athletes, all everybody growing up. I mean, mm-hmm. uncles, aunts, cousins, a lot, a lot of them played collegiate sports. Currently have a cousin that plays at FSU right now. Another cousin that plays at Sacramento State. Um, the other ones are still in high school. Um Pretty much just all around. I grew up around it, been mm-hmm. around it. Kind of didn't, cheerleading wasn't the thing, so nobody ever let us try it. No. <laughs> that was actually another thing I really wanted to do. I actually uh, wanted okay. to do cheer too, but didn't happen. But that's that's it for me. I, I need to no, stop. Okay. Let, let me have right. over to David. We'll, we'll get back to it. <laughs> yes. Cheerleader, I see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, real quick, Fern, thanks again. Let us come out here. Um, the upbringing part, it's <clears throat> same thing, you know, south side, south side of San Antonio, uh, born and raised, um, growing up, I had an older brother. Uh, my dad did a lot of the coaching for my brother, uh, three years apart, uh, and I didn't have a choice, you know, going up, I had to, either I played with my brother's team or, you know, it's just sit down and watch, you know, so yeah. after a while, I, I grew into it, <clears throat> started playing uh with older with the older guys um you know got my tail whipped a couple of times but got up and kept going you know and um just that was pretty much all the way through till middle school when I was able to kind of play with uh guys my age sort of and even outside of that during summer and all that I'll be with the older crowd so um you know that that right there built built the character and and you know showed me hey you know what if you can, you can hang up here. You can, you can, you know, do some damage. And uh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's something my dad always pushed in me is just to keep pushing and going, not giving up and doing everything. Uh, I went to South San, like you mentioned, graduated, uh, continued on. I went to uh, McMurray University for a short short term. I was there uh, to play football, and uh, uh, that kind of fell through. Came back home, you know started getting involved with a lot of things around here with helping out with with uh, friends and, and families and stuff like that. And um, then I started to uh, look into that law enforcement side and just left everything there. And I became a police officer back in 2008, in 2008, for the San Antonio Police Department. And it's been going since. Uh, you know, I do a lot of, a lot of my time that's away from the department or doing anything that's law enforcement related. I'm, I'm out here with these girls and I'm out mm-hmm. here and, and, you know, helping our girls out and, and doing and learning, you know, as I'm going as, as far as, you know, the whole softball aspect, it's just totally different, totally different from baseball. And, you know, I, I played ball also and, you know, the whole, the whole thing of just growing into it and seeing how a lot of stuff works. It's really interesting. A lot faster, a lot, a lot, a lot more action, man. I would say so. Yeah, there's no, down, there's no downtime. You know, you you play it out, and you can you can go with uh, with just 
having some fun out there, a lot of fun, and, and seeing these kids make the plays and do the things that they do, and mm-hmm. it's just it, that's just adds fuel to the fire, you know, make you want to do make you want to do more for them. Yeah, yeah, and and before we before we go on, man, I just wanna I seen the video, you know, on Facebook, and I just wanna just man, God was good to to be with Peyton, man. You know, that was a scary. Just me watching the video, it was it was scary. So. I'm glad she okay. You know, I reached out to Val and, you know, asked was she okay, you know, and that. So, man, that was just, man, that's just, I don't know. I don't really have many words for it. It's just, just scary just to even yeah. watch it and yeah. just to know it's somebody that you know, you know, that my daughter play against that it could have been something serious that mm-hmm. could have happened to her. Yes, yes. thank you. Yes. I, thank I, you. I appreciate that. I, as a ball player, I've seen, uh, I know a lot. Uh, she's pretty well known around um, Annalisa. Well, her maiden name back when we played was Gonzalez. I saw her take one to the face. This was before mass, and it was pretty, pretty bad. And mm-hmm. I can still talk to her about that to this day. And I, I saw that live. And as a player, seeing that, it's, it, mm-hmm. you know, but then seeing it, my daughter, I mean, I just, my heart just sunk like I didn't even yeah. know I was just like okay you know let me just get out there what's next you know but mm-hmm. I appreciate you reaching out I appreciate all that um th- thank you thank you no, okay. oh yeah no problem um so let's get to like coaching being uh the husband wife coaching because I've done it before with with my wife on the basketball side and and to me is is fun just to you know show how competitive like the both of you are like like explain how how good and maybe the bad it is in 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 coaching together. Yeah. Um, well, we we make the best positive out of all the negatives. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we uh, we do have our differences. Just yeah, as far as which is normal. And it, and it starts it starts from getting ready and having these girls up. And the mornings and, you know, waking up that, that Saturday morning for your first game at eight o'clock and it, it starts then. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it seems like as the day goes on <clears throat> and, and we make those adjustments and, and we kind of have an open door to where, you know what, we're, we're able to swallow our pride or listen to one another to where we can actually um, make the decision that's right for the team. Mm-hmm. Um, if it takes me putting my differences to a side, uh, for the betterment of the team, I'm willing to do it, you know, and, and it's right. not, you know, the, the, from the very beginning, I would say the the pride part got, got the best of us. You know, I have my pride and no, it's not going to happen. And, and this is back when we were doing, we started 6U, um, <laughs> you know, and it was back then. And I, I went into it with the baseball mentality and I was checked, you know, it got checked <laughs> and, I was like, all right, you know, and I let her do her thing. And I just sat back and I observed and I learned and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I started seeing it for what it is now. And, and, you know, she's, she's helped out in a lot of that way. And, you know, it, it's a, it's, it's really, it's really helpful to have, you know, the experience that, that, that my wife has and she's been doing it for so long that, you know, I, it gives me that confidence actually to, to make the the decisions and, and to actually go and be like, hey, you know what? And, and she'll she'll check it and she'll be like, no, nah, you know what? I don't think so. Let's do it so forth and so. All right, cool. But at the mm-hmm. same time, you know what? Like I said before, it it, it is what it is. 
and you know it, it brings out the the successfulness that we've had so far going into you know our second year as as Lone Star Prime and uh you know the the girls seeing a, a female coach kind of have that that mother instinct to it and, and it makes it easier you know I, I I come in there and I start ripping them and tearing them apart and you know here comes Val picking them up you know and mm-hmm. you know they, they need that. at the end of it all they need that they they have a good response to it um but yeah I mean it's it's day and night softball um or anything other like sports related it, it can be whatever it is and and you know her and I have a, a great relationship going into sports and, and understanding and you know, there's but there's the big arguments. Oh, yeah. There's the big, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like the the biggest stay away. The biggest thing is that you you've got to separate your relation. Like you you got to understand that you can't bring in your relationship to the field, and when you leave the field, you can't bring that home. And that's mm-hmm. one of the biggest things. And you know, uh, that that was one of the things that you know I would that we would talk about is is there's he's a dad i'm a mom we're married and then there's we're coaches so when we go out there i i i I tell him like look when we have these conversations like we're talking as coaches we can't talk as husband and wives because talking as husband and wife and talking as coaches is two different things i'm going to talk to you the way i would talk to my colleagues you know Mm -hmm. and you know same thing if i went into the police department i would expect like it's different you've got to separate the two and um that was one of the things that that's been established that was established that wasn't established when we first started the other thing was that i had a problem with i I would tell him we're not boys like we are not boys i'm very hard and i'm very stern and i'm very matter of fact with our kids Mm -hmm. but you know the way you can talk to a boy is the way you can't be with a girl and that was something that david's come along you know had to learn Along the way, he's like, "Well, they're athletes. I understand that but girls have feelings. Boys don't have feelings, and girls get they shut down. And there's a way to talk to kids. And and a lot too is I teach and and I I go through a lot of kids. And I and I always tell them I was like, it's fun. Uh, you know what what's funny is uh, from the outside looking in, I'm sure it looks crazy, but." The kids know, and the kids, I, I, I feel, and I can say this with confidence, that they know that I care. And then mm-hmm. I always tell him, I said, look, we're here to coach the kids, and we're here to make the kids happy. Like, if the kids are happy and they're, we're doing our job, don't worry about anything else. Because yeah. That's, that's, that's all that matters. Yeah, because so, in this you know, softball, they going to talk, those, everybody going to talk, it don't matter. Yeah, and, you're not going to make everybody happy ever. Someone's mm-hmm. always going to have something to say. Yeah. And, and and so that was one of the biggest things. And then just, just understanding, you know, when we do lineups, it's okay. So what, what is it that you think of this? Okay. But why, why that, why, why would you put her there? Or, or why, why would you do that? Well, because of, you know, these things. And, and, and I always tell them we, well, in pros, you would bat your, your power hitter for, well, we're not in the pros. <laughs> so we're not going to do that, you know. And so it, it's those things that people try to stick to, but you got to understand you're 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 not there. Mm-hmm. Like these are you kids that we're we're just trying we're just trying to develop them, and, and you know that's one of the things that 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 is big to me is developing them and seeing that success. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it's 
the development is like the most important right now. I don't care about the wins. Our our girls, our teams, eleven. There ain't nobody. <laughs> the tournaments. Nobody's gonna right. ask. There ain't no nobody's nobody cares. Nobody. So, we we just focus on the IQ of the game, developing them, and we have been blessed and fortunate with the good good group of girls, good group of parents. Um that they've been able to make those adjustments. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. When we first got this team, uh, they asked David, oh, how's Val? Because I'm the scary person, right? Um, that, and he's like, no, and, like, you, you've got to, you've got to just let Val do her thing with the kids. Like, mm-hmm. don't listen to what you hear. And so far it's been good. I mean, I could say, like I said, I could say that with, with confidence. At least, at least I think so far it's been good. Yeah. Parents have been good. I can Kids agree. Been good and 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 you know these these it, it's it's been good. And David and I, um, I think we do a good job separating the two and keeping softball with softball and home with home. Because let me tell you, there has been some arguments. <laughs> we get pissed off. Hey, like, no. Why are we mad over softball? This is dumb. Exactly, like, and it is it's crazy because it's like you not really when you start talking about it is it's not supposed to be an argument but yeah. you have to just settle the differences and like I said me and my wife is the same way when we was coaching basketball like she want to do one thing and I'm like no like this let's do this and then she like like no you know because I'm thinking like he was it's, it, I'm thinking boys 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 can do this and then she like this girl you know she had like the mentality like you had like you can't do the same thing is different and we just like I had to I had to do like David and bite my pride and women win again. So oh, all the time. I always tell him, you Too know, I point. know it all. I always tell him, you know, you know. Uh so um I know one thing that, that I get when I see Prime, when I see Prime the team, I think of discipline. How how big do y'all do y'all speak to discipline over there? Because to me, from the outside looking in, y'all speak it a lot. Yes, it's 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 our it's our one of the top. I I on it all the time. It's one of the top things that we do. Um, I I go and I instill this in these girls at this age, only um, to the fact that uh, discipline, learning, and and you know, full attention and everything else that doesn't just attend like on the field. It's going to be everything outside. You know, we're, we're not, they're young athletes. Um, they learn, they got to learn that, you know what, rules are rules. They're not broken. Um, that's one thing, you know, it's, I guess I would say that comes in with the law enforcement side, but um, you know, to have, to have that discipline and it, it, and that feedback from them seeing that, you know what, they understand, they get it. It, it makes things a lot smoother. They understand. They they it, everything goes on smoothly. Practices uh, from <clears throat> from hitting all the way down to fielding to warming up. You know, and that's one thing that, that we're we're always on. We harp on discipline one hundred. I I um I'm gonna piggyback what David said. I the thing with me with discipline is with the especially with the girls that we have now. We're twelve you. I'm already starting the philosophy to prepare them for high school. You can't start mm-hmm. your eighth grade year to try and go into high school and make a varsity team. Not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You can tell me I'm wrong, but 
I'm confident no, that's agree. not going to happen, yeah. especially in softball. Okay. But I try to instill these things, like David said, because we don't only prepare them for the sport, but we prepare them for the things that, that are outside, you know, um, in school, in the classroom, every day that we need for practice, make sure your grades are up, make sure you're not passing. If you're not passing, your parents come talk to us, you're not coming to practice. You can't be here. Like this, mm-hmm. this, that's, this is not important to you if you can't pass your classes, those kind of things. Warming up, I tell them the way you warm up is the way you're going to play. You warm up, you warm up crappy, you're going to play crappy. So you choose your warm up. You come sloppy, you're going to play sloppy. I said, you got to, I said, and you guys, why do we invest in uniforms? Because you got to look good to feel good to play good. That's mm-hmm. always been my philosophy. So we're going to invest in your uniform so you can look good. When you come to practice, you're going to be the same. And I always use, college as an example when you go to college they all have the same hair bowl they all have the same uniform they all have the same belt they don't have one different color belt mm, no belt yeah. diff, you know they're all the same i was like so if that's something that you look up to why don't you want to start that now mm-hmm. why are you gonna wait to get to high school to figure it out to figure out oh uh, i need to have my belt oh we need to have everything like it, it doesn't it doesn't work like that and growing up as an athlete that's the way it was you forgot your belt you better not walk on that field without your belt you better call mom she better drop it off at the school and you better figure it out before practice starts because if not you're doing towels or you're running laps oh you know yeah that's so that's that, why i that, like to play basketball you don't even need all that stuff <laughs> yeah so it's you know i never forgot my stuff because if i did I wasn't calling home. I was going to go either kiss the coach's ass and hope that she gave me another belt, which she would. But I never <laughs> did because I wasn't there going to call my dad. Mm. I wasn't going to even attempt. I was going to like, I'll call my friend's grandma or mom to bring her <laughs> before I call my dad. Because if that happened, like he would tell me that that means your head wasn't where it was supposed to be and it wasn't a priority. And if it's not a priority, it's not his priority. So I, it's it's responsibility. And like I tell my kids now, oh, um, why don't you have your belt? Oh, well, my mom. No, no, no. You're a practice. You know what you need to wear. It's not your mom's fault. Mm-hmm. So it, it's those kind of things. I mean, we pick our battles. You know, there's so we don't cry over spilled milk. But we 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 make sure that they understand. And then it comes, goes on to the field. If they understand it with their dress code and their and the, just the simple stretches, they're going to understand it on the field when we call signs. If I call a bunt, you got to execute that bunt because there's a reason why we're calling it. You know, mm-hmm. for you know, those kind of things. So it 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 it, it, it tends to roll over in everything that you do in the classroom, uh turning in your work, you know, it it, it tends to roll over overall when you establish just the little things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and softball is so like mental, man. You gotta know too oh, much. Yeah. I get a headache sometimes just watching games and practices because it's like <laughs> doing all this moving here, go over there. So you got if you're standing still, you in trouble because something mm-hmm. bad gonna happen most of the time. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, like, how much work you believe like girls at this age? 12U, second year 12U, going into 14U, if they if they goal is to play at the next level, like, like what do you think, like, how hard do you think they need to start working, like, right now? Four to five days a week. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Four to five days a week. Why? The softball world is, the sport has grown so much. And, but not four, four to five days a week, just going to the backyard and doing it all wrong. You, you've got to get quality work. 
And you, I do believe in rest. Like if you're coming off a big weekend tournament, I do believe in two to three days rest. Of course, you're not going to go four to five days that week because mm-hmm. you came off a big tournament. So you, rest too. Sometimes less is more as well, but it depends what you're doing. So now like, for example, the Christmas break, you know, you take the, th- those weeks off. You've got to get your work in, whether it's raining, it's cold. I remember putting up tents uh, at my house before my dad had his big old thing back there, um, putting up those blue tents. And it would rain, mm-hmm. and me and my sister would go pitch under there. And I'm like, I have to get my pitching in. And I would do that because my goal was was I want to win district MVP as a pitcher. Mm-hmm. I won it every year that I was there. Um, oh, nice. Congrats. Congrats. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I mean, I, it was hard work, though. Still, this still this is why. Please. No. No, but this is why. And that's another thing. Like, this is why I'm hard on my girls, and I tell them, look, like, I'm not going to feel, this is what I tell them. If your parents go to work one day a week, how much are they going to get paid? Not very much. Okay. Well, when you come to practice one day a week, you're not going to get very much playing time. So when you ask me why I'm not playing, don't tell your parents to come talk to me because I'm going to tell them that and they're probably not going to like what we have to say. So put in the work and go do what you have to do or don't say anything when you're on the bench. It's that simple, you know, and I would say it has to be, I would say at least four to five times quality an hour, an hour lesson is pretty productive. It's with two, three girls max. That's productive. So I would, yeah, about four to five times a week to be elite. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Justin Alo, a thousand, a thousand swings a day. A She's day. The best player in the world and didn't even play defense. At all. Damn. At all. Best player, woman of the year and didn't even, and this is what I tell my kids, but she was good at her task that was her job yeah she did what she was supposed to do she did what she was supposed to do and she was a hitter so that's what she and she got woman of the year she didn't even pitch catch she didn't even play the field and she was woman of the year just walk out there hit home runs oh yeah <laughs> and, and that's, that's an example and those are examples that i tell my kids i was like but don't sit here and try to be that going two days a week yeah three days three days is gonna make you good Five days is going to make you great. So which one do you want to be? And then one day is going to make you, well, you, you're probably not going to get the hit when the game's on the line because you don't have enough reps. Right, so, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, I can go on and on about this. It's, it's everything. <laughs> and, and I see it from the coaching aspect. And then I can also relate because I was a player. And, 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 and I know what it takes and the hard work that it takes to do it. So it's not like I'm just preaching it and I've never played. And I right, yeah. Or I can't, mm-hmm. oh, well, you know, there's coaches that preach it. And it's like, well, show me. What, what are you talking about? And they can't even demonstrate it. And I'm like, okay, well, then how are you even going to get there? You know? <laughs> they got them so, too. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, just to, you know, piggyback on what Val's talking about. And it, it's just not the quality reps. It's it's the consistency. Uh, you know, you, you have a pitching coach. You're going to have your hitting coach. You're going to have a catching coach. You're going to have coaches that can, they can show you everything and, and and you know, try to make make an athlete better, an elite athlete. But you know, you, you got to see also and, and read your child on where they're comfortable, where they're gonna where they're gonna actually you know put a hundred percent in. You have some kids who shut down. That you, you got to rearrange a lot of the stuff. And you have kids that you need to you need to step it up because they're that advanced. Um, but you know. Getting, getting the quality reps in and, and knowing what the child is needing or what your athlete is needing is crucial. You know, if, if they're, they're hitting, they're hitting and their hitting's good. Hey, there's no need to fix it. You know, if it's not, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, let, that's the thing right there. You know, yes, and, and find your, find your weaknesses. 
I mean, all, all, all the way around, you want to be an all-around athlete and, and you want to play every position or so forth, hey, put in the work to get there, you know? And that's one of the things that, that we harp on a lot. And it's just like, hey, you know what? If you want to go and you want to pitch your life away, then pitch it. Do it. But you know what? When you're doing it, do it at 100%. And, and make sure you have you have that those reps, those high-quality reps, and make sure that, you know, there's there's good instruction to it. At, at this age, you know, yeah. it, it's not just, you know, at 12s getting ready for, for 14s and, and up it, it's, you can't go in there. Um, not, not knowing the reason why, you know, you, you gotta have that goal set now and, and it, you can, you can talk to it about, you know, talk to these girls about it and remind them what a goal is and, and have them set, have them set that. And that way, so when they meet that expectation, now it's a bigger goal. And then when they meet that expectation, it goes go forth. And now from there, it's just going to be natural. And they're going to go with it, and they're going to feel comfortable. And, and, and I mean, sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. And, and like, how, how big is, like, okay, say, you know, y'all at practice and the girls is, you know, doing the drills and stuff. How big are y'all on doing it the right way? And don't worry about if you did the first one done. No, that's a big no. We're on it. We correct it as we go. If if I'm hitting fungal and, and I see it, I'll drop the bat and I'll go out there and I'll tell them what, more or less. I'll show them. I'll break it down. Um, usually uh, our weekend practices is a lot of routine. We break it down, uh, go back to the basics since it's our longer practice. So on our weekends, we'll break it down, go through, make sure that they're sharp, they're tuned up, they're ready to go, and then we speed it up. Um, yeah, our weekends are our drill, our drill practices, like what you like what coach david was saying so we're going to break it down we're going to do these drills Monday, Monday, our monday practices are the recap of that and we go into okay this is what we were talking now if you're going to sit there and just continue to do it wrong and then just let it be like like no now i have a certain a certain philosophy about hitting but there's not only one way to hit you know and i know some girls like to load um i i'm not i'm i'm not a load person but I, I tell people, but sometimes the load doesn't work for everybody because you got to know how to do it. So, you know, the things with kids is people have asked me is, why don't you like your girls to step? You don't need a step. Your power's not in your front foot. You, your foot goes down and your power's in your back. So I'm like, so why don't you just take it away and just turn? I said, but it, it's worked for a lot of people that I've done. You don't have to do it. If you want step, you're going to wait anyway. You're in the same position. You know, be, the only reason why I've done that and I've learned to do that is because a lot of young kids starting at 6U, they can't correlate when you step, don't move your hands. What's the first thing they do? They step, move their hands. So when you move your hands back, you move your hands further from the ball. But they're like, oh, it works. Oh, my God, my daughter hits home runs at 8U. Yes, but then they get to 10 you. Oh, my daughter can't hit no more. Yeah, look at her hands and look at her stance. Mm-hmm. When the coach is lobbing the ball and it's going 30 miles per hour, a lot of people can hit the ball when you show them a lot of reps. But yeah. when you're moving the ball and you're pitching the ball, there's not a lot of success there. So it's not that the kid needs to put more or maybe needs to put in work too, but that's where the mechanics come in. And that's where a lot of kids will start getting discouraged because they're not corrected. They don't want to do it no more. They're getting yelled at and they don't know why they're getting yelled at. So then they start to quit. Now the world, the water, the softball world, we went from 6U, 30 teams, to 10U, 15 teams, to 12U, maybe 12 teams in a tournament, if the tournament even makes. That's mm-hmm. how bad and how fast kids are dropping 
Why? Because we're we're not hiring. I, I'm not saying that we're God's gifts coaching. No, not at all. But there, a lot of people are pushing these kids out. A lot of kids with a lot of potential. I can see a kid too that may not look very good, but I'm like, wow, that kid has potential. Like, like yeah. you can just see it. Like you could you find something and you see something in them. Um, and and it, I I don't even know how to explain it. And and I, I support everybody in what they do. And I really give my hat off to people that really do volunteer and really do try. But try it and don't yell at kids when you don't know yourself. That is a big problem I have. It's like, if you're going to get on them, get on them, but get on them constructively. Don't get on them to put them down. There's two, that's two different things, mm-hmm. you know, that, and that's some why people I don't mistake, can mistake me for think, you know, me being that way. No, I'm hard, but I'm constructive. And then I go back and I'm going to be like, look, I got on you because why? Because I did this. Okay. But do you understand why? Okay. So next time when we do it, you know, so I'm talking to them, but then now I'm trying, I got to build their mental. Look, we can't go back and change that. You're going to go back in there. We're going to try it again. Okay. And when we try it again, we can execute it, but you've got to change your mindset. If you don't change your mindset, you're probably going to mess up again. So let's change it and let's get it done. And they're like, okay, coach. And, and we'll go and, and they'll do it. And I'm like, you see, and then they start to now believe. So then it becomes a next step, you know? So it's, it's like a step of things, but if you're just scolding them and scolding them and scolding them and you don't explain to them, and you don't break it down, they're just like, well, what am I getting yelled at? I was, phenomenal hitter and now I'm getting yelled at and uh, nobody's fixing me, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, That's a big thing though. Like, like you said earlier, it's, it's just development. Like these oh, coaches, 100%. there's a lot of coaches that don't want to develop kids. They just think that they can oh, make 100%. a team and get superstars. It's like, yeah. it's not going to work like that. <laughs> yeah. And and the thing is too, is you can't coach these kids the same. You've got 13 different people, 13 different mm-hmm. personalities, 12 different personalities. So the way you get on one kid, you can't do that with all of So it's like, oh, she plays favorite. No, if I, if I can use my two kids as an example, you can get on Zariah and you can, and she'll be like, it's a fire for her. Like, oh, really? Let me show you. I can't mm-hmm. do that with Hayden. My, my daughter's, she's introvert, quiet doesn't say nothing, no emotions. And if you get on her, you hurt my feelings. It's the end of the world. So you with Peyton, you got to pick your battles. And and I hate it because I am not like that. I'm like, I don't care. You know, I'm totally, <laughs> she's not like me at all. Not David, can you second that, David? She is she not. <laughs> she is not like, thank God. Can you imagine? She's, she's something. She's, you you got to pull her aside and, and you can, you can, you can rip her a little, but it, it comes with you got to be smooth. No, but then and, it yeah, and then it becomes oh, I'm not good enough. Yeah. Nobody said that, yeah. so I'm like yeah, I'm not talking to you. Go blown, talk to David. It's blown out of context, and if it's ripped by it's ripped by Vile and her mom does it, then it comes to me. And what do you think? And you know, and I got to pick her up on that part. Um, you know, so but with Zariah, it's just it's just different, completely different. She she gets it. She she knows she's she's just a competitor that that knows that hey you know what, I messed up. I know I'm gonna get my ass ripped. You know, and, and she's she's used to it. She's used to it, and, and she pushes off and she feeds off of it. And and you know, we get that positive response more than than a negative. She, she's just my 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 well Peyton. She's just uh, she's just an emotional kid, and I always tell her like why why are you crying like seriously. She's like. 
you just don't care about my feelings. I'm like, it's not feelings, pain. And like, we're playing a game. Like, what is the thing? But it's crazy because she she focuses. And the thing is, is Peyton's a one, like, one task. And let's just focus on that. And she's good at that. But it's, like I said, you can't coach, you know, going back to coaching the kids. That's what, that's an example of you've got to coach them different. And yes. Hariah's like, well, you get on me. And, I, and I'm like, oh, I, we would. But y'all are different people. You know, everybody, she's emotional. You're not, you know. I mean, Zarai could be emotional too, but you take it a little bit better than she does. And, you know, and the, all our kids are different, you know. There's some on our team. I can get on some and some I got to get on them a different way. And you've got, and that's, that goes with, at that point, getting to know your players. That was something that David and I would, because he's like, I'm going to get, I said, no, you're not. He's like, but they need to know. I'm like, they're not boys. You're not doing that. <laughs> well, you're being too soft. You're being this. You want them to be. And no, we're not doing that. So then we'll have a disagreement about that because the whole girl gender thing. So. It's okay, David. I know how you feel, man. Oh, I know yeah. exactly how you feel. I'll speak my piece and just go to the garage, man, and figure something out. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, like ex explain, like, y'all, um, like, I mean, y'all spoke on it a little bit, you know, the different coaching methods. Um, just explain, you know, once y'all now that now, David, that you you understand, you know, the difference and stuff like that between baseball and softball. Explain like your your coaching method and your approach with the girls. Um, the the whole approach to it now compared is is the speed, you know, being able to see the movement of of where these girls are going. Um, you know, who's who's playing what position, how deep, moving it over, small ball. We play a lot of small ball, um, mm -hmm. you know, and we – I was – I really I really went into baseball or or knowing more about baseball with these, these rules of, you know, feeling and, you know, the, just the basics. And I thought, you know, it was simple of just hit the ball, field the ball, three up, three down. Let's get going, hit and runs, so forth and all that. No, it, you, can't do that. you can't do that here. You know, it's you, you got leads. Um, you got different rules to the game. They make it, you know, a little faster, a little bit more competitive. And it, it's just opened up a lot. And, you know, learning learning um, how fast and, and learning how these girls make, uh, man, I don't even know how to say it. Like, it, it's just totally different. All the way around, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, just it's just the, the the base running, the plays on the bases you could run. It allows you to do, you know, it opens it up. It opens it up, and, and you're able to read, you know, if these girls, if these girls are breaking, if these girls are running the ball. It's just different, totally different, and you know, it's, it's still growing. I'm still growing at it, but you know, catching on quick. And mm -hmm. you know we're able we're able to like I said it's 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 her and I that, that we're able to work a lot along with Coach Marco and uh, you know we he helps out and and we just do we just do what we have to do and and we make we make um, decisions on the fly and seeing where these like I said where these positions are being played who who's up there who's at the bat who's you know we have we have everything lined up and we go we go over these things in practice and and it's just detailed to the max like all the way through we break it down if we have to do if we have to do two hours of just bunning and, and breaking it down that way 
because that's where we messed up and that's where we're lagging then that's where we're gonna be and we burn it and we instilled it in these girls and stuff so but there, there's just a big change it's a big change from baseball to softball and it's just the speed the speed of the game is is mainly the whole the the biggest concept of like the biggest difference Mm-hmm. Like and and Val, you know, it's it's kind of the you know since you have been playing it all your life, so I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure you have like really really good advice for girls that are trying to get to the next level at playing softball. So if you can just you know explain how and let's just go since you're a pitcher, it, let's explain like the work ethic that a pitcher needs to have to get to the next level. Okay, so my first thing is going to be is my first advi- thing. Uh, my first advice would be is if you're going to choose that position, you better be ready to work. You can't choose, oh, I'm going to decide to pitch and go one day a week. Like, no, not going to happen. Um, it's going to be a shit show. And you're probably going to get discouraged and then probably end up quitting and say pitching's not for me. Hear it, hear it a million times. Um You've got to be committed to that position. You know, that your two your two main positions, of course, on the field are going to be your pitcher and your catcher. They're the only two people that have the ball every play. Correct. Right. So um, right. you've you've got to put in the work. And and um, you know, when my daughter started playing softball, she asked, she said, "I want to be a pitcher." I said, "Whoa, whoa! When you're saying you want to be a pitcher, like," <laughs> and I explained, you know, that I, my advice was. You're going to be dedicated. She was, well, what do you mean? But I was like, you're going to put in work for it. Like, if this is something, do you want to play softball? Or do you want to do what? What do you want to do? Well, no, I want to play softball. I want to do, okay. Okay, we'll be ready to put in the work because you're not going to sit here. We're going to invest this time. And then you're going to tell me I don't want to go to practice or, oh, I don't feel like going to work. I don't want to go pitch or, no, that's not going to happen. So you, 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 if you're going to do it, you're going to do it because it's something that, that you love and because that's something you really want to do. We're not going to sit here and go try it for a year and then say we don't want to do it. And she's like, no, mom, I really, okay. And so um, my advice would be you've got to put in work. I would say to get the job done at least minimum three times a week, at least to get it done. Now, if you want to be elite and great, you got to put in four to five days a week. You you know, you've got to put in four to five days a week. And you can tell when you go to the tournaments, the pitchers that put in work and the pitchers that put in a little bit of work. Why? Mm-hmm. Consistency. Yeah, the ones that are consistent on the mound and the ones that aren't. And um, so I would I would say to just put in work as an athlete when I pitched and I became a pitcher and had a lot of success. And uh, I mean, we we were a game away from state when when I we lost to Lockhart. I'll never forget that day. And um, uh, I was pitching five five to even six days a week because I, I just was, you, you get to a point where you're just hungry and you, you just want more and more. And you're like, okay, so, you know, you start looking, thinking of scenarios. I'm going to play this team. Okay. When this girl comes up, I, I need to execute the rise ball because her, she has an undercut load, that load undercut swing. So I got to hit that rise ball. So she doesn't hit it. If not, she's going to, if I miss, she's going to take me yard. I can't miss that pitch. Those kind of things. And you start thinking like that as a pitcher. Well, I was lucky enough. My sister was my catcher. So we we got to put in work together. And it's it's those kind of things. And uh, I just, you know, I, you, you, it's not even. 
Jo. You there for? Okay, we back. Oh, we lost you. Okay, where where did I lose you at? We was um, we was talking about the the work ethic for for pitchers. Oh yes, like I said, it would just you it would just be putting in the work, and you have to have a consistency. And what I mean by consistency is consistency with your coach. If you know you want to be an elite pitcher and you've already been through five pitching coaches, it's going to be hard because you, now you learned it five different ways. So at this point, you're just trying to figure out what works because you've already been through it five different times. This isn't, like I said, just pitching. This is hitting. This is fielding. This is anything that you do. You, you, there's got to be a consistency to, to get there. You know, like I talked to my cousin and, and I, um, I, 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 I tell her, you know, I ask her how it is in college. You know, she's at FSU. She's at a big D1. And she's doing good things. And uh, she's a sophomore this year. And um, her biggest thing was quality reps. And she she practiced seven days a week. Well, I mean, that explains. And she went the whole seven and wouldn't take a break. And it was just, she was just hungry. And she's 5'4", and she's my height. And... Mm -hmm. You know, but she put in the work. She goes to the weight, you know, those kind of things. And I, and she does get her rest. But when she, you know, she sticks to her schedule and she's consistent with it and she stays with the same coaches. And, you know, and, and the, thing, the, the thing that a lot of these players have in common is the consistency. And that's how you get to that next level. And, you know, I explained that to my kids. You know, if you if you send your kids to school and they went through five teacher five teachers in a in a year, school year, how consistent is that and how good is that going to be for them? It's not going to be very good, mm-hmm. no. you know, at all. So why is it okay to do it in sports and it not be an issue? Mm-hmm. You, you yeah. see what I'm trying to say? No, so yeah. I kind of carry mm-hmm. the same philosophy from life to sports. It, it's the same philosophy, you know, with work. You want to make a lot of money, go work a lot. If you want to make no money, don't work. You know, same thing, just just relate it. And that's what I tell them. You want to pass your test, you can get an A, study. You don't want to pass, don't study. And the kids are like, oh, oh, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, you know, let's turn on the switch here. It's the same thing in sports. But parents don't understand that. And it drives me bananas. And it's like, oh, I want my daughter this. No, you, the kids, it's their journey. But now, as a parent, you got to push them. Because kids will be kids, just like we don't want to go to work, but we got to get up and we still got to go. Well, that's the same thing. You got to push them, you know, because that's what we're all here for. That's where the moral support comes from. Like, no, we got to get up. Okay, remember our dream. Remember our goal. Or remember your goal. Like, I got to push you. Okay, let's go. You know, that kind of thing. So, you know, and then when a kid loses interest, you can tell when they lose interest, you know. Um, So, you know, you know your kids. You You know your kids. Mm -hmm. So, you'll know. And and so you got to be that push. You got to be that positive support, and then you also got to be that that take your your foot off the brake and say, okay, they've been working hard. We we got to let let off, and we got to get some rest. You know those kind of things. So um, you, it's just all consistency and putting in the work. Like that's really like what it is. And then when you get to college, you got to pass your classes. You got to go to class. You can't be like Val thinking, <laughs> oh my God, it's free world. Mom and dad ain't around. Let's go. You know, and that was my biggest regret. I, I tell everybody, don't do that. Don't make that mistake. But you know what? This was my story. This was my journey. 
And, you know, it was probably the biggest blessing because it allowed me to finish. I still finished college. I was able to graduate to teach. And and, and, and I could tell the story to my kids. You know, this is what happened to me. And, and I regret it every day of my life. But but the, that just wasn't what was meant for me. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah. So I, I take it with the I take it with like with, you know, with the grain of salt. And and it is what it is. I mean, that was many years ago. So, um, uh, that, that would be like my main thing. And, and I, I push this to my kids and, and I always tell them, you know, we came off a tough weekend this weekend, um, this past weekend with our team and we were slow. We were, we were a little, we were really flat. And I always tell them like, I don't make excuses, but the thing I have a problem with is effort. When you don't give me effort mm -hmm. that are, we're going to lose. I don't care. I don't expect to go and win. Like my goal to walk in is, is did we do what we we're supposed to do? Did we learn and did we grow? If we win, that's a plus. I'm not worried about that. But when you lose because you you had lack of effort, that's my problem. If you lose because they're better, so what? If you you you're gonna lose, we're not gonna sit here and go this whole season twenty and zero. Like yes, can we? But is it possible? Yes, but I mean, let's be realistic. Like you know, mm -hmm. gotta be matter of fact. But at the same time. It, it's it's everyone's saying, oh, we got to go. We got to win. We got no. Did we did we learn? Did we grow? And did we get better? That's it. But when you don't do the when you didn't do that because you were lazy and you didn't give effort and we're having a party in the dugout. That's my problem. Like, I, I don't don't waste my time. And, and I tell you this because I care and because I love you and I want you to understand. And that's how I talk to my kids. And they and they look at me and they respond. And and, and sometimes like I'll, if I jump on them. I, I go, I'm like, oh, I feel bad. Like, it breaks my heart and those kind of things. But, you know, I had one of my players text yesterday. Can you can you tell uh, your mom I'm, I'm, I'm sorry? You know, I was uh, I didn't pay attention, you know, and I'm like, oh, babe, don't worry about it. You know, whatever. And, and so it, it, it makes me feel like, OK, I got the message across and, and I want them to they, they know that I still care. And, and at the end of the day, like, I don't want them to ever think my coach does not like me. My coach hates me. That's the last thing I ever want any of my kids to think. No, my coach was on me because she cares, because she loves me. That's why she got mad at me. That's and that's the thing that you have to get into a kid's head is yes. that when if the coaches don't not saying anything to you, then that's when you start thinking like, dang, do they care? But if the coach is constantly telling you stuff, telling you this, then that means the coach know that you can do it and you just slacking off. Oh yeah absolutely and and that's why i tell them when i don't tell you nothing i don't care i'm done mm -hmm. that, that's that's when you got to worry hey coach val hasn't told me nothing that means i'm done with you i'm done talking to you that means you just have not cared to try so until you try then i'll try so you kind of got to put it back on them too you know but but we're, we're blessed we, we don't have that problem the kids respond and and they and they go and and and, you know, and then I, I do want a relationship with them other than softball. It's like, hey, how was your weekend? What did you do? And yeah. how's school going? Um, are you being respectful? Or how's it going? You know, you know, I talk to my kids. It's not just I'm going to coach you and I'm out. You know, I, I try to talk to them. And that's something, David, too, that I would tell him, like, you got to get to know the kids. He goes, but they're girls. You know, our coaches never. I said, you're a boy, though. Like, you got to <laughs> understand. The kids have to know that you care. We're females. We always want to be loved. All those kind of things. So those are things, too, that David and I talk about. And he's just like, man, it's just different. Girls are just different. I'm like, it is. And, and he, he, David's done good, though. Like, he's done really good. The kids respond to me. You know what? David's the, David's the mellower of – are you there? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm uh, here. 
Yeah, he's the he's the one that he's the the calm, mellow one. Like he he he's the one that keeps me at my place, and I'm forever grateful for that. I feel blessed to be able to 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 have this opportunity with him, and he's 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 helped me grow in so many ways that he doesn't even know, and and it, it's made me a better all, all the way around. Even though I'm still crazy sometimes, but <laughs> but no, um, I I'm just very passionate about what I do. And um, when I'm on the field, I'm passionate about all my, my, all our girls, every single kid that I ever get the opportunity to coach. Um, and, and even seeing them on the other, on the other side too. It's like when the kids make plays, it's like, man, she made a play. Like, like that makes me feel good because yeah. it's like, man, look at them go. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, like the, this is what we're here for. You know, it's, it, it's, you know, and, 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 and I do cheer for other people and, and other teams and, and other, other kids. I, I really do like genuinely do and I really genuinely mean that when I say that and um uh it's you know like I said David's he, he he'll bring me down he'll check me and he'll bring me down to earth he'll be like what what are you saying what are you doing and I'm like oh okay <laughs> let me let me check myself real quick you know those kind of things. but but we do have our conversations and and he's helped me in a lot of ways and you know we we just like I said separate the two work hand in hand and and we just figure it out and find a way we make it work like i but like i told him too in order for our girls to be consistent we have to be consistent if we're not consistent they're not going to be consistent. Mm-hmm. like yep. if we say six o'clock we better be there if we say you know those kind of things i said and mm-hmm. everything falls in line he's like yep i know and he knows because he was an athlete so you know so it's it's like i said in order for a lot of these things to be successful it's just consistency like from the player to the coaches to the parents yeah. it's just consistency and that's what makes it successful so um but yeah david's he's he's a good guy he's a good man and well obviously i married him but yeah he has to be good right david he's gotta be good <laughs> I, I, duh uh, good man good he's he does great he's done done a great job with the girls and and we you know one of the practices during the week he works and um He's like, okay, this is what you're going to do. And this is what we're going to go where I didn't want to do that. No, but this is what we're going to do. So I'm like, oh, okay, fine. Like, okay, <laughs> boss. Like, all right, I'll do it. And he'll kind of drive by and see what we're doing and make sure our he'll show up in his uniform and, you know, going beep, beep. Oh. <laughs> Making sure. So I'm like, I better Making be on sure. cue before I get in trouble. <laughs> Making sure it's done right, even, yeah, even when so. you're not there, right, David? That's right. You got to make sure. <laughs> So, you know what they say, right? When the cat's away. Yeah. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> um, like, explain um, these young pitchers saying they have 10 pitches. Um, what do you, <laughs> what do you, at this age, what do you, what do you, what do y'all think about that? That's that's um, uh, does he want us to answer that? That's extraordinary. <laughs> uh, I mean, Farron, Farron, uh huh. College doesn't even have 10 pitches. I, I, I know, you <laughs> know, and, and I'm not <laughs> have, who, good who, at who, this sport, and I know that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of you, you, <laughs> if you have a yes, curve drop. And I might have exaggerated with the 10, but yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like no, a lot of pitches. Exactly what you multiple, multiple pitches. At uh, 12, at 10s and 12s, you should only have two pitches. 
You should you should be able to move the ball, but it should be a fastball and a changeup. Why? Because you need to perfect that before you can throw another pitch. Why are you trying to throw a curve when you can't even throw a damn strike? Mm-hmm. So if you can't throw a strike, why are you trying to throw a curve? Why don't you throw a strike and throw a changeup before we can throw a drop or a curve? You know, and when I, like, for example, when I was at uh, MacArthur, we had Madison Collins, outstanding pitcher. Um, what does she have? She had a fastball. Of course, she had, she had a fastball, rise, drop, curve, change up. Drop, curve, change up, and then, of course, her fastball. Like, how are you going to have more pitches than that? And this kid was uh, all district, all San, Miss San Antonio, all everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so if she has those, and she was that. Why are you going to have more than that? And how are you going to have that at tenure? Right. Yeah. I you, agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I, yeah. It, it doesn't make sense. Like, I tell Peyton, I said, we're going to start learning a new pitch. You know, we're going to start learning, you know, this, that, or whatever. And, and, um, and I tell her, so, you know, you better be ready to know what it is that we're doing, you know, those kind of things. But why? Because now I feel like, Okay, you can perfect the strike and you can throw a strike when I need to. Mm-hmm. You can throw an inside and outside fastball when I need it. You know, we're still working. We, we do have her change up, but we're still working to, you know, get that consistent. But she never has to throw it because, you know, she, she's, she's good speed. She's but, pretty consistent. She's pretty you know, consistent. But she's consistent there, so now we can actually, we can actually take that step forward. So, so um, <laughs> How is it? How is it? You know, coaching um, from the, at the younger ages and coaching like high school. Like, what's the difference? Oh, it's night and day. What's funny is, I'm glad you asked that. Um, what's funny is when I first started co- when I first started coaching, I said, "Oh my God, I'll never coach the little ones. I'll never." Mm-hmm. Um, I said, I'll never coach the little ones. And uh, I started coaching and I, I tried, I, I made the mistake by treating it like high school. And I, now I see it at the time. Of course I didn't see it. Um, can you hear me? Uh-huh. Yeah. I can hear you. And, and at the time, of course I didn't see it, but uh, you can't. And, and I, and I really wish if I can go back in time and change it, I would. Uh, this is back when we had the stars and stuff. And we we did get a response, but you know what? Like, like um, we uh, I'm sorry. Where was I at? We no, we well, we did get response from the kids and stuff, but it I could have laid off a little, you know. Um, from high school, if you're asking me which one I like to coach, I like to coach the little ones. Why? Because I feel like I can coach. I feel like once you get to high school. You're having 13, 12, 13, 17 different kids with, mm-hmm. with, with um, 17 different coaches. So, oh, well, my coach always taught me this. Or, oh, my coach, okay, well, your swing's terrible. You've been, mm-hmm. over, you've been over nothing the whole first half of different district. Like, we're trying to help you. We're trying to change it. We're trying to, you know, do these things. And so that's, that's the, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So that's the issue. That's the issue that, that, so when you try to coach them, it's, it's hard to change them because there's, they're all coming from select. 
they all been with all these organizations. So that's just what they're accustomed to. So yes, you can coach, but once you get to the high school level, it's more like, how are you going to strategize as a coach in big games? That's pretty much all what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Because they know how, they all know how to catch, they all know how to throw, they all know how to field. You're at the varsity level. Yeah, so you have to they all they it. all know how to do that. So now it's okay. Well, what strategy am I going to use to beat this team? Okay, they're quick here. Um, they they cover the you know this is who they have at third. They have you know those kind of things. So uh, when I when my slapper comes up, they run the shift. So am I going to do a surprise butt? Like you know, it's that kind of thing going into the games. It's more of a strategy than coaching. And I like. I like to teach. I like to coach. Like, well, I'm coaching too, but I like to teach it. Like, okay, hey, ready? Get your hat, and then see the success off of that. See the success off of a kid that didn't know how to catch a fly ball, and now she's catching all the fly balls. You know, those kind of things are the things that I like to do for the kids. And um, knowing that I was a part of their growth and their journey of when they first came out to ever play the sport of softball. You know, when they first learned the game, those kind of things. Mm. Um, that. Uh, that that's the biggest difference because you got to remember these kids are teenagers so they're going home and their parents are telling them whatever your coach tells you don't listen to them we paid all this money for your select so <laughs> why are you gonna ch-? that's what they're gonna hear and 90 percent of the way a kid is in your program is because they heard it at the dinner table mom and dad talking and that's why they're sour on the field or they have their opinion or it is whatever it is that they feel yeah so yeah. um I, I I like I miss high school. I miss the big girls because they're fun and they they have their personalities. I really do, but I like the little ones. And um, this is actually my this is my first season stepping away. My second season. My second when I had the baby is when I stepped completely away. It was it was hard. Okay. And then you know our girls are getting bigger, so um, I was gone too much. So um, so yeah, finally I um, pulled the trigger and just. Have somewhat of a semi-formal or semi-normal life. Yes, a semi-normal <laughs> life. Yes, I had man. It was it was. Yeah, our our work schedules just come conflict. Like, our works, yes. Lot. Our kids were always with the grandparents. We never saw our kids, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, it was just I I couldn't. It, it was just it was just when David Lee came, it put a lot things more into perspective. So. Um, uh, yeah, but I would say it's a, it's a big difference. But like I said, you 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 can't coach them the same because you got little ones that are learning, and, and then the patience that was another thing. So I I've come a long way from a lot of that, and from when I started, like I didn't know, like not that I didn't know, but it I never imagined myself coaching there. So you know what I'm saying? Got you, yeah. So I never imagined coaching that little ever. So it was my first rodeo, and what, if I would go back and do things different, oh, a thousand times I would. A thousand times I would, but you know what? It happened the way it did, and it made me, you know, here. And then in ten years, I'm gonna be, but you know, think different than I am now. Um, you yeah. know, it's all trial, trial and error with the age groups and stuff. And so, um, I get tired. I do. We both do. Right? <laughs> yeah. We we both we do get tired, and we have our, our. You know, you know, it's just it's exhausting for even it's- the players. Everybody, it gets tiring. But. Oh, yeah. but but we, I don't, I'm not going to give up on them. I know Dave is not going to give up on our kids and we're here for the long shot and just, we're going to roll with the punches and see, you know, see where, where it goes. And, you know, my thing is, is let all of them make the team and just see the success and them love just for our kids to stay in love with the game. That's just the main thing. That's it. 
We win, we win, we lose, we lose. It's, it means so much more than that. And that's yeah. what I tell our kids all the time, like all the time. Mm-hmm. So, and and I think I think like from being somebody that like I was living in Laredo from when the time when we started with the ball and like when we would play y'all, it was just like, oh look at this her, she doing this and doing that. And I'm just like after a while, you know, hearing it, I'm like, like do y'all like really pay attention to her, right? And they like, yeah, she's doing this and that. I'm like, no, she she likes she loves the game. Like, yes, she she has her passion is what she's so competitive. That's the reason why she coach the way she do. And it's just I guess some people just when they see you, they just see yelling, and they don't see the the bigger part of what you're actually out there doing. Yeah, yeah, see, and that's the that that's the thing. And uh, I, I don't even, you know, what's crazy is I don't even know. Well, I don't know. If I would say it's well. I guess it is yelling, but I'm just loud. So yeah. even like even regularly, like I'm just, I, I just have a, a, a like I could just, you know, even at with the kids, I'm like, hey, y'all need to sit down, and it just comes off loud, and I'm like, oh my god, why do I sound so loud? Yeah, but and that's so, just, but that's like. But what what I was trying to like that's not like you trying to be, you know, different. That's the way you are. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, and people want other people to change the way they are, and like it just don't work like that. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like not it's like what you're doing is not bad. You don't have no bad intentions on it. It's just your coaching style. Mm-hmm. No. And so. I funny like if i for example they call an illegal pitch and they try to advance the runner i'm like time blue you can't advance on an illegal pitch that's a dead ball she has to stay at first it's mm-hmm. not in the rule book any like that that rule's old like no you know so i'm you know talking about yes. that call and, oh look at and i'm like like that's a rule like if people want to get upset because i know the rules the, and it's exactly like, maybe you should be upset at your coach that your coach don't fight because maybe your coach don't, don't know. know the rules they don't know that's so, the reason oh our coach don't act like that well they don't act like that because they don't know what they're doing mm-hmm. and they don't know the rules so they're not gonna they're not gonna argue you know so um that's the difference and, I mean, that's my thing. And like I tell my kids, I said, I'm going to fight tooth and nail for you. Like, if right. it's wrong, like, I, in other words, like I tell them, I said, I'm not going to look crazy for something that I that's wrong. Like, if I'm going to yeah. fight and I'm going to go and I'm going to argue a cause because I'm 100% sure that I'm right and I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you know, the, like you know the rules. Something I don't know. You know, exactly. and, you oh, know, yeah. I mean, it's when we were six, you, it's been as, as easy as infield fly. Oh, she always tries to tell them the rules. Look at her. And I'm like, it's a rule. Why are you mad at me? Because I called the infield fly and the umpire yeah. didn't call it. So I have to tell them to call it. To call it. Yeah. You know, so it's stuff like that. that but I don't let it get to me. I'm going to be honest with you. It don't face me. I'm like, whatever. No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. I wouldn't let it face me either. I mean, you, you, whatever. If nobody like it, then I mean, that's. That's their problem, but who cares, right? Yeah. So that's yeah, how I see. Sure. That's how I wouldn't change for nobody either. Like, I mean, I'm me. Like, if you don't like me as me, like, I, I don't play in movies, so I don't act. So 
that's how I, that's how I look at it. So yeah, David, I mean, I just hey, can't hey, be real. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, no, I'll, go ahead. No, no, I'm just real. I'm just real um, uh, honest with everybody. I'm real honest, and and I'm not gonna sugarcoat things to make things look pretty and nice. Yep. I'm just gonna be real honest. You're gonna ask mm -hmm. me, then be sure you're ready for the answer because I'm gonna be very politely nice about the truth, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, and a lot of people don't like to hear it, and that's another problem. They yeah. don't want to hear what their kids doing wrong, and mm -hmm. it's well, your kids never going to get better if you never want to hear it. So, mm -hmm. you know, those kind of things. It's a constructive part that the parents criticism. can't get, so the kid will never get. Yep, yes. and it's it starts always starts with the parents, always. David, David, what's some what's some good advice that the older you would give the younger you? Um. Now, knowing, I mean, just the output in life or just, I, I mean, in general. Yeah, I, I yeah, in say, general, just in general, life, I mean, well, however you want to, in sports, I mean, however I, you want to answer the question. I, I would tell the younger me, stick it out a little longer, you know, don't, don't just go, go with the masses, uh, you know, be, be, be who you're going to be. And don't let anything else influence it. Like, stay on path, you know, stay positive, and just, just go for it. Uh, you know, now nowadays, it's different compared to back then, you know, when Select wasn't even a thing, and, and, you know, AAU and all that was barely coming up. And then in baseball, there was a few Select teams. But, you know, just, just stick with it and, and push through and uh, – you know, you're, you're gonna, you're, you'll get there. You know, more, a little bit more of, a little bit more of, a, a little bit more of a hype to it. You know, not, don't just go through the motions kind of thing. That, that's what I feel like. I kind of held myself back. I, I did, I went through the motions a little. You know, I, I still to this day, I, I, I play flag football, and uh, I, I, I'm the quarterback for the San Antonio Police Department team, and we travel around the state. We travel around the state. We we compete. We still and have that. And he gets MVP still. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you, you know, hey, okay, I mean, clo close close to forty, <laughs> and I'm still running with the younger ones. But you know that that's just that's the heart and dedication that that's never gone away. You know, and um, that's just one thing that I will continue to push on, and, and don't don't let it don't let anything else block that. And okay. you know, just set goals and get it. That that would be my main thing. Okay, okay. Val, the same same question for you. Um, I would take it a lot. I, I, I think I took it pretty serious um, when I played athletics, but I didn't take it serious till I was older, like in high school. But I think that's because you also, too, you're mature and you know the concept. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, and, and I say that because I remember my dad had a team and I was on another team because I was lazy and I didn't care. And he was like, I'm not going to put you on my team. You're not good enough because all you do is mess around. You don't want to go to practice. I don't have, I don't need mediocres on my team. But like literally true statement. I wasn't even on my dad's team. And him and my mom would get into fights. And then he goes, when you're ready to play and you're ready to be serious, you could be on my team. True story. And um, so I waited a year and I was like, I don't want to play over there. That's dumb. And then there are tournaments, there are tournaments all day. My team gets out right away. I get to go home and play or whatever. <laughs> so, so. That was literally like the thing. And then finally I was like, you know what? Like, like you, you, you have to fall in love with the game on your time. 
And then when I started just falling, I started falling in love with the glory. And when I started falling in love with the glory, like when I, I guess it started becoming like good, that's when I was like, oh, like, you know, you start to want it more and you start to practice and then it kind of comes. So I would definitely not do that. I would de- like, if you're going to go, you're going to decide to do it, do it all the way through. And um, the older me would tell the younger me, if you get an opportunity to play college, stick it out and, and pass your classes and do good things. Don't don't risk it and, and think that it's like high school. You go to your teacher real quick and they fix your grades. Like, no, don't work like that. <laughs> like you, you don't go to class. You're going to get a bad grade. You know, you're going to fail mm-hmm. it. Those kind of things. You're going to lose your, your scholarship. You're going to lose your money, you know, and boys are always going to be there. And partying's always going to be there. Never going away ever. So <laughs> you have your whole time to, to have a family. Don't get married. Wait till you're at least 35. Cause by then you should know what you want. When you're 25, you don't know what you want. When you're 30, you still don't know what you want. <laughs> no, I just, I just, I just think like, just have fun, you know, just, just have, just have fun and, and just, be you, you know, just have fun and partying and, and, and boys and guys are always going to be there. Don't get involved. Just focus on you, your school, your sports, and that's it. Uh-huh. Got you. you know, okay. That's, that's what I would tell my, myself. <laughs> okay. So we got, I got one last question that I, that I like to ask. And, um, it's like, is who would y'all like to hear on the, on the podcast? And, but the answer you would, you would have to help me. Help me get them in, get them on the show. I would have to help you get them on the show. Like, like, yeah. Well, like, you know, the person that you, you, you mean, you can reach out and be like, hey, you know, I got this podcast. They got this guy, you know, just starting a podcast. You know, would you like to be on it? And if you, you'll send me that contact information, and and I, I reach out to them too. Ah, the coach that we, I think people would like to hear. He's in season though. You think he'll do it? And even if if it's after season, because I know high school and or whatever is is in season, and I don't want to bother him like you know right now. So whenever the season over, we can we can get we can get it done if if they willing to do it. I I would probably go with right. David said him too. I would probably go with Coach Alfaro, the head uh, softball coach at MacArthur. Why I say him because he um, um, old school, like he he's he's all about like the you know the consistent all that. So it would be more of of a, you know kind of like um, give you the background of softball, but going back. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So so the parents now can be like, oh, I never thought about it that way, and he's. Very upfront, very straightforward. I, I coach Coach Alfaro. He's he's funny. He he um he's he's a he's a good guy. Yeah, I was about to sure. say it. He he um he have to be a good guy because his name have have come up a few times on the podcast. The yeah, he's the director. Too. Um, he's the director of uh, Hit. Mm. I don't know what I, he's something like. He runs all that stuff. Yes, um, yeah. I worked with him at Mac, and oh my gosh, I love him as a man, but he was. Imagine like him and I would bump heads. No, Cole, why? Why do you gotta look at he would talk to me like my dad and I'm like, Oh my god, you sound like my dad. <laughs> so but but yes, I would I would pick him. Okay, okay, nice. Come on, who picked David and I? Oh no, y'all was just 
it was just something that I I, I had to get done. Um, I wanted to to have the the husband wife duo. That was something that just that just I me personally, you know, wanted wanted to do. So, no, that's cool. I was I was yeah. teasing when I asked that, but oh but no yeah. no, it's okay. It's all good. Yeah, it's I'm be truthful just like y'all truthful. So it's mm-hmm. no beat around the bush with me. So you know, so I but I wanna I wanna thank y'all for for taking y'all time out and and being on the podcast. You know, I know it's busy, kids, softball. I know y'all had a day out, but I'm pretty sure y'all want to do something other than, you know, softball. So I want to thank y'all for, for even giving me y'all time and, and being on the podcast. Yes, for, for sure. sure. Thank you for having us, though. Like, it was actually really fun. I got to vent. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, but it was it was actually really fun. It's good to talk about and um People might not agree, and that's okay. I don't expect for people to think that everything oh, we yeah. say is right. Because, you know, yeah, we yeah. all have our own opinions. Yeah, everybody has their really fun and Yeah, and maybe somebody will be like, you know what, I never thought about that, and I really hope it does veer that way for some people. And mm-hmm. um, um, and, and give other couples the confidence that, hey, we can still make it, even though we, we're both competitive. Because, <laughs> you yeah. know, some people might think like, oh, that's a, that can really – it's a conflict of interest in some way. So, you know. Gotcha. Oh, I understand. I understand that I did it, so I understand. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. All right, man. Y'all have a good. All right, man. Y'all have a good day. You too, bro. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Y'all have let my boy Jeremy for that tent, Thomas training them kids, fielding, feet work, all the good stuff. Levi's wreaths and more. Get them doors looking nice. Holler at the wife. Levi's mobile detailing. We here. Peace.